And now it's time for Make a Trade, the wild and wacky game show where you want to get the best deal. And now here's your fabulous host, Kyle. Thank you. It's a great morning for a game show, am I right? And I'm pleased to present today's contestants. First, she likes to read books and go on hikes. You know her. You love her. It's Sage. I like to do more than read and go hiking, Kyle. It's just an introduction, not a biography. I'm just saying. Right. Next up, he's one of the youngest guests to the studio this year, but he's a winner if I've ever seen one. He's our very own Destin. Glad to be here. Wait, are you saying I'm not a winner? You're a winner, Sage. Just maybe not for this particular game show. We'll see about that. Yes, we will. Okay, contestants, you know the rules, but for the listeners at home, here's how we play. Each of you will be given a selection of surprise trade goods. Your goal is at the end of the game, you need to have the most expensive items in your shopping carts. Destin, are you ready? I am. Great. Let's get started. You didn't ask me if I was ready. Oh, well, are you? Yes, Kyle. I am so ready. Great. Mr. Announcer, what is the first category for our trades? The first category is grains. Grains? Sure. You know, grains. Like rice, wheat, barley, and... I know what grain is, Kyle. Sorry, I just thought for a second there was a problem. It is a pretty boring category. Hey, whose side are you on anyway? Sorry, but Sage is right. Why can't we trade stuff like race cars, or pet rocks, or baseball cards? Do people still trade baseball cards? Too bad, because the category for our first trade is grains. <sighs> Fine. I've got two corn to trade. Two corn? I'll give you a wheat for it. I don't know. Let me think about this. The tension is killing me. What will happen? Kyle, this is dumb. Nobody's going to want to listen to this. Yeah. I can't think of anything worse to play for than boring old grains. Okay, fine. If you guys are so up on what people want to listen to, why don't you come up with a show idea? Already on it, Mr. Announcer. And now we present our first program. Program? Hi, Mr. Jacobs. What are you doing? Hello, Destin. I'm just doing a little bit of Christmas shopping. Are you guys done playing Kyle's new game? Honestly, I was done with it before we got to the second turn. Oh, uh, not your kind of game. It was alright, but I like games with exciting themes. And let's just say I wasn't impressed. Really? Hmm. So what kind of games are you interested in? Are you asking so you can get it for me for Christmas? No, I just was curious. Well, there's this game called Goofy Island where- I think I'm done, Kyle. Come on, Sage. It's a great game. I'm sure it is. But it's a little early in the morning for me to get excited about playing a game about selling rice and barley. <laughs> Sounds like you're running out of people to play with this morning, Kyle. They just don't have any taste. Neither does your game. Still present shopping, Mr. Jacobs? Still present shopping. Anything, I don't know, for me on that list? Not as of yet. Hmm, anything you want? You know, I haven't bought your gift, but, you know, it's never too late. Oh, I'll have to think about it. You do that. Real classy there, Kyle. I do not know what you're talking about. I think you do. Mr. Jacobs, while you shop and these two keep doing whatever they're doing, can I listen to the radio? I think that'd be fine, Destin. And that should do it. 
Thanks for your help, Sage. I think Fern and Holly will love these jackets. No problem. I think so, too. I know I would. So, have you thought about what you would like for Christmas, Mr. Jacobs? I don't have a ton of money, so I can't get you a new truck or anything like that, but, you know, I've got funds. I can't say I can think of anything I need, Kyle. I'm sorry. That's fine. Doesn't have to be for you. How about Flint? I'm sure you'd like something new. Maybe a water bowl or a nice big bone. I know where they sell those. I'm sure he's fine, Kyle. But thanks anyway. Okay, Kyle. This is ridiculous. What's ridiculous? I'm just trying to get an idea of what my friend would like for Christmas. How is that ridiculous? It's because it's obvious that the only reason you're asking him is because you want to get a gift from Mr. Jacobs. And you figure if you buy him something that he's got to get you something. I, was just, I wouldn't. I mean, Mr. Jacobs and I are good friends. And if he gives me a gift, that's his own business. Besides, lots of people give gifts because the other person does. It's not wrong. It sure doesn't feel right. What does the Bible say about all of this, Mr. Jacobs? There are a few verses that come to mind. 2 Corinthians 9 has a lot to say about how and why we should give gifts, not because we feel we have to or to make people happy, but instead we need to give happily, being an encouragement to those around us. There you go. If I give generously to others, it will encourage them to be generous too. There it is. It's in the Bible. You can't say it's wrong now. I wouldn't be so sure, Kyle. Philippians 2, well, actually, you know what? I might have a script that might help us set the stage for this verse. That sounds like fun. I'll be right back. And we'll keep listening to the radio. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the romantic drama, The Awkward Date, an adapted biblical teaching about love. Once upon a time in the city of Paris lived a lonely teller. Lonely, yes, Mary. I walk in the bank all day, and then I go to bed, and fall asleep to your dancing in my head. He lived like this for years, if truly it was living. For though he did not hate his job, joy it was not giving. He suddenly decided at this job he did not hate. For goodness sake, I am French. Tonight I go and date. He went up to a colleague and made his intentions known. She blushed and said, Sure, why not? I do hate to eat alone. After work, he pressed his suit and made the reservations. She got dolled up and met him there, and at the door, hesitations. All right, so here's the deal. You said you'll dine with me. I've done the calculations, and we can do this equally. I'll hold the door on the way in if you hold it as we go. The girl looked askance at him. Um, sure, if you say so. Ah, monsieur and mademoiselle, please take a seat. Here are your menus. Please tell me what you would like to eat. All right, so I was thinking, we can make this a fair deal. If you pay for my dinner and I pay for your meal. Or we could just pay for our own food and save us all the worry. Garçon? I will take the rice as well as the lentil curry. Very good, ma'am. And for you, sir? How much will that be? If we're paying for each other, then you must pay the same as me. It doesn't really matter. Let's just enjoy the night. But the teller wouldn't have it. No, this isn't right. I can't have you paying more than what I've paid. If this relationship is gonna work, we need an even trade. Ah, 
Shall I get your coat, miss? Yes, thank you. I'll be going. You're leaving? Why? But she was gone, leaving him not knowing that love is not just a thought, a fancy, or just feelings. It's not a balance that must be kept by trades and wits and dealings. Love is not doing things so you get something in return. Love is giving because you love, not because it's earned. So when we give, do not count it by how much we have lost, but we should give because we love, and that's worth any cost. So, Mr. Jacobs, about that drama script we did earlier. Yes, Destin? I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a little young to go on dates. <laughs> I did figure that out, Destin. Okay, good. But if we're not old enough to date, then what does this lesson have to do with us? I was just using dating as an example. Believe it or not, love isn't just about dating people or getting married. It's the way God wants us to treat everyone. Ew! You mean I have to hug and kiss everybody? No, no, Destin. That's the thing. True love isn't about romantic stuff like that. It's about treating people like they are more important than us, looking out for other people, and being kind. Not because we're trying to get anything out of it in return, but because it's what's best for them. I mean, I get what you're saying, Mr. Jacobs, but the dating topic might not have been the best example. You might be right, Kyle. How about I use the best example I can think of? Sounds like a good plan. You probably should have started there to begin with. You might be right, Sage. Romans 5.8 tells us that the best example of love is God, who to show us how much he loves us gave his own son, Jesus, to save us all from our sins. Oh, you're talking about Christmas. That's right. In Philippians 2.7, we read that God gave up his glory, his power, and himself just so that we could be saved. It was a gift that we could never repay if we worked at it for a million years. It's amazing love. And it's the kind of love that God tells us to have for each other. Yeah, I guess I knew that, but I kind of got caught up in the Christmas present feeling. It's easy to do, but don't worry, Kyle. I wasn't going to get you anything this year anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh I see how it is. You were just going to let me walk your dog or something and then just not pay me back with the extreme expansion of my new card game, is that it? Yeah, pretty much. Well, fine. Just to show you how much I love you, I'll take Flynn for a walk anyway. Here, Flynn. Come on. Come on, Flynn. Let's go for a walk. And we'll help. Yeah. You aren't really angry, right? It's all a show. I'll see you later, Mr. Jacobs. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> Hello? Fiona. Yeah, I got the last three kids to tell me what they want for Christmas. No, I don't think they suspect anything. Well, I told them I wouldn't buy them anything, but never said anything about you. Right, so let's see. Destin said he wanted a game called Goofy Island. Right, and then Sage wanted a jacket. I'll send you the link. And then, oh, oh, hold on, Fiona. They forgot to turn off the radio. I'd better get that. Oh, hold on. <laughs> 